now broadcasting from Suitland, Maryland, USA, Abiding Truth with Dr. McCune, an outreach of Suitland Road Baptist Church. Please visit us at www.srbcoutreach.org. And now, here's our pastor, Dr. Calvin M. McCune. Praise God, this is indeed the day that the Lord has made. And we rejoice in that. We praise God. He woke us up today. We are in his church. We have been worshiping him, exalting his name, praying. And now we are about to spend time in the word of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at Romans chapter 12 and verses 1 and 2. I've preached this message many times over the years. From different perspectives, emphasizing different areas. Today the Holy Spirit wants me to focus on where it says, present yourself a living sacrifice. Just with that verb of present yourself. What does it mean to present ourselves? And I want us to think of the word dedicate. To dedicate ourselves to God. Every day. So let's come before the Lord now and pray. Shall we, Father... In the name of Jesus, we come before you. Thank you for inviting us to your throne of grace. Without that invitation, God, we know we could not come before you. But Lord Jesus, we thank you. It is because of your atonement. It is because we are sealed with your spirit. It is because you are in heaven interceding on our behalf that we are able to come to you. It is because we are your children, so we thank you. Holy Spirit, speak into our hearts today. All that you desire for us to receive, dear God, thank you. Let us receive it, God. We glorify our Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us. And we love you. And thank you for blessing us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We are familiar with our Lord Jesus' command. It says, go and make disciples of all nations. Go and Proclaim the gospel message that is. Proclaim Jesus' gospel. Christ himself is the gospel. Say to the world that our Lord Jesus loves you. He came. He went to the cross. He became the Lamb of God. He took away our sin. He had to do it only one time. Because unlike the high priest, in the Old Testament, that they themselves are sinners, 
and they have to bring that sacrifice every year. Our Lord Jesus, because he is God and he was tempted in all forms as we are, yet without sin because he came in all form as a second Adam. When he went to the cross, that satisfied the Father. He atoned for sin, for us, through his death, his burial, and his resurrection. So we thank God. We read in Scripture that God tells us that the moment we put our faith in Jesus, that we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. We are in church, and we are growing spiritually. We have the Bible studies on Wednesdays. We have Bible study on Fridays. We have Bible studies, with, as we did yesterday, with the men on Saturdays. We have the women's ministry, as Sister McCune would lead this coming Saturday. We have all those special programs, the women's conferences. Matter of fact, yesterday, after the men's fellowship, we got together, and I spent about an hour and a half or maybe more speaking about how to go out and evangelize, connect with others, understanding this skill and the, the, the leading of the Holy Spirit to be able to defend the Word of God. To, ask, to answer questions, interact with people with the aim of sharing the gospel message with clarity, and God bless with that. All of these teachings, and certainly our personal devotion and so forth, the Bible reading that we do on a weekly basis, all of those things happen for our growth, our spiritual growth. But there is something that we have to do in addition to all of that in order for our Lord Jesus' command to make disciples in order for us to experience the going aspect in relationship to our spiritual growth aspect. Are we following that? We are growing here and we are experiencing those things. But there is something that our Lord told us. He says, go and make disciples. The world has to hear that Jesus loves them. And he died for them. And the scripture tells us that our Lord is delaying his coming only because he wants more to be saved. That's just the mercy of God. What is it then? What is the connection between this and go and make disciples. And the connection is this, that we dedicate ourselves, all of ourselves, everything, to the Lord. We say, God, I'm going to buy, thank you, Father, thank you, Holy Spirit, thank you for giving me the grace to set aside my life to serve you. It is depending on the Holy Spirit to make that happen, to bring about that process where we're experiencing God using us to go into the world to tell others that Jesus loves them. If that does not happen, here is what will happen. We, we can run, the, we can be in danger of saying, I am a gospel Christian, 
I am coming to church. I am being blessed. I'm coming to Bible study. I'm receiving all this knowledge, and I've been doing it for 30 years. And it, I have, it's beneficial to me, and that's wonderful. God has been good to me. What about Jesus loving the whole world? And he wants the world to know that he loves the world. That love for the lost, where does that fit in in everything? The Holy Spirit inside of us, he is the one that will get us there and is getting us there. He is the one that has given us different, a gift at least, and different abilities and gifts, and he is the one enhancing those divine gifts for the purpose of telling others. Oh, Jesus. But all responsibility, just like salvation, someone says, the Lord Jesus, as happened this week, we share with the people that came, Jesus loves you. You have to prepare for death on this side of eternity. Can't prepare when you die, it's too late. But we shared with them, this is how you prepare for death. You put your faith in Jesus as your Lord and Savior. He promised eternal life. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. When I go out and evangelize, whether it's in the United States or any other country throughout the world, for all these years, as you know, where God has been taking me, I tell folks, even of different religious backgrounds, and they will say, well, I am there. I believe in this. This is how I grew up. This is my tradition, my religion. And they will say, well, so you are a Christian. I said, yes, but I'm not presenting my Christianity, my religion to you. I'm presenting to you Jesus. Everyone has a basis for for what they believe in. Everyone. And I simply say to them, by the grace of God, there are many, many believers all around the world, the millions of believers, join me. We all believe in the same thing. By the grace of God, we choose to respond to God's word and put everything, our eternity, in the hands of this person named Jesus. That's what we're doing. And so we are living for him. Now, for one thing, what that does, it, it takes the argument off me. Because it's Jesus. The love of Jesus, the gospel of Jesus, the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus, the ascension of Jesus, yes, the command of Jesus. So when we talk about dedicating, so listen to this. When we say dedicating, we are presenting ourselves to our Lord Jesus. When we get up in the morning, Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Tomorrow morning, Monday. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you are my Savior. And Father, as an act of my will, By your mercy, 
here I am, Lord Jesus. Here I am. You use me. Are we following that? Yeah. That's what makes sense concerning all the growth and everything that God is doing in our lives. If we don't do that, we will miss out. It's literally, we have to do this. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, referring to Christians, and it is by the mercies of God. God, the Holy Spirit, by his work of grace, is inside of us and allowing us to experience this, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Dear God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, by your mercy. Here I am, Father, set me aside today for you, O Holy Spirit, for how you will use me. And remember, our Lord Jesus says, remember he says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me, to Jesus, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When we do that, we are aligning ourselves with the Holy Spirit, where the power of the Holy Spirit now works inside of us for our God-given purpose as it pertains to the gospel going forth. Believers, that's the gospel Christian. That presenting ourselves... Is, it's an action, isn't it? We must do it. You say, Pastor, how do you do it? Just say it and literally do it. Just like salvation. We confess with our mouths. We believe in our heart. The two people that got saved this week, they prayed salvation prayer. I prayed, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Lord Jesus, thank you for your death your burial, your resurrection. Lord Jesus, by faith, I accept you as my Savior. And they did. And they believe. And they said, and yes, now I am saved. We who are saved now, brethren, I beseech you, brethren, we have to do the same thing every morning. Every morning, because that's the day that God gave us. You get up tomorrow morning, that should be priority. That's the first thing. Lord Jesus, here I am. I am yours. I'm sealed with your spirit. The devil hates that. The devil hates that. The devil wants God's children to not do that, to be in the opposite, to stay in a place of compromise because when we present ourselves to Jesus what we are saying is this we are saying Lord Jesus thank you for your finished work on the cross thank you God that by your mercy I have benefited from that from your work that I am your child and thank you Jesus Father in heaven, that when you look at me, you see me holy and without blame. 
and you own me. I am yours. So, Father, use me, dear God. And God says in his word, when we do this, here is our motive. So we have the thankfulness of heart. It, it expresses our thankfulness in this act of dedicating our lives to Jesus every day. The Bible says, this is our reasonable service. So it's a living sacrifice. We are alive and we're doing this. And then it's a living sacrifice. And then God says, in other words, that is pleasing to me. So, Lord, use me, Lord, I'm alive. And then the word of God says, this is pleasing to Jesus. This is pleasing to God. That's why we do it. When, isn't it wonderful to get up every morning and the very first thing we do is to do something that pleases God. The very first thing we do, every morning, you'll see the difference it will make in our lives. The very first thing we do is to do that which is pleasing to God. Now remember, it has to do with the gospel going forth. Are you following that? Because it's a living sacrifice. It's why we are living. It is Jesus told us that he wants us to go and tell others that he loves them. It's a reasonable service, and it is pleasing to God. The devil hates this, and what the devil will want to do, he will want us instead to get our minds focused on all type of worldly things. Problems and trials on ourselves and all those things. He will want us to cling to superficial values in the world and to get some kind of life purpose and meaning out of those experiences and thoughts and actions and reactions to what's happening around us. The devil wants us to become preoccupied with ourselves and our sense of well-being only instead of surrendering ourselves to Jesus. So God says in verses 2, And be not, what a blessing, the Holy Spirit is helping us here. God says, be not conformed to this world. That world is coming against us. That world that is controlled by Satan and the fallen angels coming against against us. There are now demons in this world. And they will come to an end one day, Revelation 20.10. Satan will be cast into eternal hell forever and ever. But until then, we have to contend with this. God says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Remember, it has to do with dedicating ourselves. The Holy Spirit is bringing us, renewing the mind. And that's where the devotion, the prayer time, the Bible study, the structured, those structures that we surrender ourselves to, they are important to us. That's why God gives gifts in his church. Are we following this? 
We're going to struggle with dedicating if we're not in that structure. We have to come to church. We have to come to Bible study. We have to come to all those different ways that the Holy Spirit is exposing us to the truth, to the Word of God. And some of those we go through sometimes as we're studying through the book of Mark on Friday mornings. It's just an awesome study. We studied in our Sunday school the signs of the end times. That was a blessed study, wasn't it? All over, studied nine areas within the word of God. What a blessing. But those things happen so that the mind can be renewed. That's why we have our devotion, our prayer time. That's what we discussed yesterday with the man, encouraging us to have that devotion. That's God. That's a discipline in the mind that helps the mind to be renewed so that we can dedicate ourselves to God. should never stop just there with the mind being renewed, being renewed. It's dedicating ourselves to God because Jesus says he wants to use us to go and tell the world that he atoned for the world. He loves the world. God loves everyone in the world. The Bible makes that very clear. He hates sin, but he loves the world. He hates sin. He's not pleased with sin, but he loves the sinner. The Bible says, Where we, while we were yet in sin, Christ came. God, Christ came and he died for us while we were yet in sin. For God so loved the world, that world... We in the world, we were not that lovable, but God still loves us. For the Bible says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So saints, we must discipline ourselves. We have to get up and we have to come to the structures that the Holy Spirit place. We have to force ourselves. When the enemy says, stay home, stay away, put something else, say no. God wants my mind to be renewed. And so God has put this in place so that I can, so the Holy Ghost can do that. And thus, those disciplines of coming in church and allowing the Holy Spirit. See, Bible study is not just Deacon McNeil saying, I have an idea, let me do a Bible study on Wednesday. Or myself, Pastor McCune says, let's do this. Or Sister McCune says, let's do, let's have the woman ministry every month. That's not just what it is. It's the Holy Ghost leading us and anointing us and blessing us with teachers of God's word so that he can renew and transform the mind. Otherwise, that heart will fall prey to the devil working. See what God says? But be it transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God's plan for us. God's plan for us as it pertains to his gospel going forth. Please let us not speak about the mind being renewed. So my mind is renewed. 
50 years of renewing the mind. That's not where this verse started. God says, by my mercy, you have to present yourself to me. The renewing makes all of that possible and sustains it. Are you following that? What does it mean to dedicate our lives to God? It's for the purpose of soul winning. The gospel has to go forth. How do we know that? Because Jesus commanded us to do this. There are those who have the gift of evangelism. But when he commanded them, he did not say, I want everybody, I'm saying only to evangelists. Only if I give you the gift of evangelism, then you go. Everyone else, you're fine. You can just consume and consume and get your mind renewed. You don't have to evangelize. Matter of fact, you can conveniently evangelize because I did not give you the gift of evangelism. So my death, burial, and the resurrection of the cross means nothing to you after you get saved. That's not what the Bible teaches. God says, I want you to experience me. You give yourself to me as a living sacrifice. And this is the work of the Holy Ghost. Are we following this? Let him... The Holy Spirit who is inside of us, who started that work in us, let him continue to do it. But these disciplines are absolutely necessary. That's why these 30 years, last year, praise God, thank you for the celebrating past 30 years for being with us. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Maybe God will bless me with another 30 years. I'll be very old, but I can keep going by the grace of God. Long as the Lord keeps me, I'm going. I am going as long as he keeps me. But it's the same thing. God wants his children, mine, to to be renewed from the superficial values of the world. This time in which we live where the focus is on self. God wants that to be renewed. Why? So that we can, as we dedicate ourselves to him. If we don't say, I'm not going to dedicate myself to Jesus until the mind is renewed. That's not what he says in his words. He says, you present yourself to me because I already own you and you're sealed with my spirit. Are you following that? But as you do that, be aware that there is a world out there. In conclusion, when we see a child of God struggling, they're saved, they're born again, they've been serving the Lord, and now they're not in God's church, and they're not letting the Holy Spirit, they all will have one thing in common. They all will have different things going on, but it will come down to one thing. They will have the world coming against them. But here is the one thing that that happened. They all will have this in common. Somewhere in their journey, the devil set up a trap and kept them away from their minds being renewed. 
somewhere in that journey. And if we say to them, come to church, do this, dedicate yourself to God, and we say it a thousand times in one day, will it make a difference? Will they say, oh yes, I finally got it? What is the problem? The mind has to be renewed. It is better for us to say, oh Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, in order for them to dedicate themselves to you, Father, I intercede on their behalf, dear God, that that demonic attack that has kept their minds from being renewed. You see, we can't function today on a month ago renewal. Because the devil does not operate like that. He doesn't attack us on the first and then wait until the first of the next month. So we say, oh, Holy Spirit, dear God, see, like anything else, if you're in the medical field, matter of fact, not even in the medical field, in, as a teacher, the professional teacher, Beverly, you understand this as an, an administrator. A child has a problem. Child fail an, an exam. You, you know that you will have to instruct your teachers what is the problem, what caused the problem. Is the child studying? Is the child doing homework? Is the child comprehending the curriculum? Is it clear? All those things, that's what you're dealing with. No difference from the church, okay? There's a logical reasoning, logical aspect here that the devil is attacking that mind. But even though they present ourselves, we are faced with, bombarded with this world of ungodly values, superficial values. Don't make those super, superficial values spiritual. Don't do it. Don't do it, because then we can become comfortable and say, this is God's will. I'm a gospel Christian. I'm living for Jesus. What's the test? The test is, are we going? Because it's a living sacrifice, isn't it? Am I experiencing the power of the Holy Ghost using me to go out and tell others about Jesus? This is why all these years you have known, the 30 years, never once did I say to you or any of the pastors in all these countries that God continues to take me, never once did I say to you, you go out and evangelize. Instead, I will be at the street corners. I'll be in people's homes. I'll be in the malls. And then you follow me. That is what discipleship and leadership is all about. That is where I am now presenting myself a living sacrifice to God. Are you following this? It cannot end with God. I'm presenting myself a living sacrifice to teach your word. Forget evangelism. No. That presenting ourselves to Jesus is for God's desire. And what is God's desire? That everyone hears the gospel. And the people in the world, they will not come in here. We have to go out. Are you following this thing? But remember, don't complicate. Don't let the devil bring a thousand things in your mind and confuse it now. 
Get up tomorrow morning. All those issues going on in the mind, all the fear, all the different things. But what do we start off with? Lord Jesus, here I am. Thank you, Father. I'm sealed with your spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm a child of God, the Holy Spirit. You are bearing witness inside of me that I belong to Jesus. So, Father, I'm simply doing what you command me to do. I'm presenting myself to you, Jesus, today before I get off the bed, possibly, for the purpose of God's kingdom. You got that? Yes. And when we have, when that is in the right place, Lord Jesus, thank you for making it possible that you have a church, that we have these gifts functioning. Those whom you bless to understand doctrine, to teach in the Sunday school and Wednesday and Saturday and Friday. Thank you, God, for that. And then, in being thankful to Jesus, we put ourselves in the place where God can bring that renewing of the mind. And thank you, God, for personal reading of your word every day and personal praying of your word so the mind can be renewed, so we can experience this wonderful, amazing reality of presenting ourselves to Jesus. Let's finish with where we started. This is for Christians only. We're committing ourselves to Jesus for the gospel. If you are listening to this by the grace of God and you have tuned in to the sermon audio, thank you, Jesus. If you're not saved, the Apostle Paul said, brethren, he's referring to Christians. The Lord Jesus wants you to come to him so you can be included in that brethren. But first you have to come to Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Everyone who received Jesus as his or her savior, that person has invested their future on this man named Jesus, who is God Almighty. We have chosen to believe that this is the word of God. And what the Bible says about Jesus is truth. And Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through Jesus. So the invitation today is to come to the Father. Come to the Father through Jesus. Accept him as your Savior. He loves you. Does not matter what's about religion and heritage and background. I'm not presenting a religion to you, not at all. I'm presenting to you the person, Jesus Christ. Give him a try. 
Open your heart to him. He's the only one promises and guarantees eternal life. He's the only one that rose again. He's the only one that the Bible says hundreds of years before his coming prophesied a thousand four hundred years before Christ came. He's the only one. The Bible speaks about him. And indeed, everything in detail, he came. Come to Jesus today. Accept him as your savior. That's the good news. That's the gospel. It's Jesus' gospel. It is about God loving you. We want to pray for you at this moment, because all of us here in our church, here at Sutton Road, God, by his mercy and his grace, at some point in our life, allow us to come to this understanding, and we accepted Jesus as our Savior. And we love you. We want you to come to Jesus. That love in our hearts is the love of Christ in us. So we want to pray with you. And we'll help you in that process, but I encourage you, as you pray, you sincerely believe the words that you pray. And that's the Holy Spirit that is allowing you at this moment in your life, wherever you are at, whatever country you are in, whatever your circumstance, this glorious, amazing truth that Jesus died for you. Let us pray. Family, let's help them by the grace of God in this process. Lord Jesus, thank you for being my Savior. Lord Jesus, Thank you for your death, your burial, and your resurrection. Lord Jesus, by faith, I receive this salvation that you provided for me. I confess you are the Christ. I confess you are my Savior. Lord Jesus, thank you for saving me. Lord Jesus, I call upon your name. And I thank you, Jesus, for salvation. Eternal salvation. In Jesus' name, I pray believing. Amen. God bless you. Please continue to listen to our program week by week. You can listen every day. You can listen throughout the day. But God bless you.